We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Interesting times in uh, UConn football. So, a weekly episode here with my buddy, Justin Brissett. We're excited to be back on. Hope you guys are excited to hear us talk a little about UConn Husky football. Uh, Justin, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. How about you? I'm good, buddy. A lot going on for UConn football right now, and and basketball too, if we might add. But we'll stick to football. But uh, an interesting day to say the least. Uh, just this afternoon, uh, we we learned that Aaron Tur- wide receiver Aaron Turner has hit the transfer portal. Uh, Justin, I would love to hear your initial thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Turner, uh, you know, last week I had him on the uh, wide receiver uh, uh, podcast, as, as you know, and honestly, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. I'm very shocked because this guy, I mean, he, he gave it his all. And last year he gave it his all. He did his best. And... And to hear him, you know, just want to transfer. I mean, uh, you know, I'm I'm honestly thinking, well, if he wants to transfer, then competition is getting better, and that's really good for UConn. I mean, it, it it's sad to see Aaron Turner go, but maybe competition's getting a tad better in stores. You never know. It's almost like what we've said from the beginning talking about recruiting up to the level you want to play at maybe UConn's getting there yeah and, and honestly the one thing you know and a lot of people on Twitter don't like it but a lot of these kids that are coming in you're going to be out recruited and that's a good thing because when you're building when you're building a program you want people to be out recruited it, 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 it's a sad thing to see but it's a good thing to see and for a fan, you know, it's it's something, you know, UConn football's turning the tide. And this is a good thing for UConn football. And I want everybody to know it's a good thing. And I'm, I'm really hoping that Aaron Turner, you know, he he definitely finds a school. Um, I, I, I could definitely see him going to a, a P5, to a Group 5 program. And um, I, hope, I hope the best for him. You and me both, buddy. I mean, he did so much for us last year and in 2021 as well. I mean, such a good kid, a good good young man, and heck of a football player who gave us all, like you said. Um, and I couldn't agree more. He's gonna he's gonna find the right spot, and he's gonna do some really good things. Yeah, and I'm I'm really hoping you know we're and what what we've been saying this whole podcast is that this this portal has been active and i mean it's going to be more active throughout the spring and don't be don't be surprised if more go and more come in i mean it's 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 just like it's a revolving door honestly at this point 
Absolutely. And and I can tell you for a fact that there are other one for sure and there will be more uh bigger names on the roster that enter the portal that will surprise some people, but you got to look at it deeper than just at face value. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely and uh you know, I I I know a, a lot of the kids that we're offering right now in transfer portal is uh, defense alignment. We've we've been preaching, you know, defense alignment. We need more depth, uh, defense, uh, even offense. Um, I'm kind of glad, you know, whoever wants to join the the UConn Huskies, I'm I'm so glad for and uh, and hopefully, you know, we we get a really good squad where we can actually go to a bowl and actually win this year. <laughs> That's the goal. I know Coach Mora has the same mindset we do, that the games win in, win in the trenches. Yes. Yep. The war daddies. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said today uh, uh, on another site, somebody said give, give a spicy take for the upcoming year, and I said UConn wins eight games and a bowl win, so nine total. How, what are your thoughts on that, Justin? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm actually in the same boat as you. Uh, I actually think it could be A-plus wins um, with bowl game. I actually think we could be, we, we could actually go up to 10 wins this year. Um, I, I really do think so. And uh, I'm, and if we go to a bowl, uh, my dad and I are going to be there. And um, I, I really think this – this football program could win, you know, A-plus wins this year easily. 100%. Well, I know that we've been talking about uh, some somebody we lost in the portal, but two guys that we added in the portal, uh, Armani Archie, who we were talking about in last week's episode, the defensive back from Washington State, uh, committed on his visit. So that was awesome to see. Then another commitment that we actually got a couple weeks ago that a lot of people didn't notice was uh, Austin Sullivan. He's a long snapper coming in from Minnesota, and then previously before that, Penn State. So I see him potentially taking Tommy Zozu's place there as a long snapper, but two good additions there. Yeah, no, I mean, long snappers are are, are stupendous. Uh, Armani coming in, I mean, we, we all want to – wanted him to come in i mean mm-hmm. i was i was kind of giddy over him uh seeing his tapes i mean he's he's a great defensive player uh long snapper we always need that um i'm, I'm hoping for the best i'm i can't believe that i even you know i skipped over uh aaron sullivan's uh commitment but it was such a it was a quick com- commitment post and i think it was on april fool's day which kind of i think kind of fooled everybody but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so glad they that they wanted part of this team and uh, and uh, God bless them. One hundred percent, absolutely. And I know that we've offered some more guys in the portal uh, just today, so it'll be it'll be really really interesting to see what we get. I know we offered a a big wide receiver who was at Eastern Michigan. Uh, I know we have a. Uh, couple of defensive linemen, one who was at Old Dominion, another was at New Mexico State, and then there was another corner, another defensive back. Uh, I can't remember exactly where he was from, but we're very active, let's just say that. And actually, the East, the, the uh, Eastern Michigan wide receiver uh, fits, our, fit, fits the role, honestly, 
with the height, with the uh, athleticism. Um, I honestly think that if we were to get somebody, we're going to get, you know, at, at least two guys. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the defense alignment from uh, New Mexico State, and I'm thinking that uh, wide receiver because they fit the system. Mm-hmm. And honestly, anybody that we offer fits the system because everybody, everybody wants to come to UConn. <laughs> well, and we know Coach Mora and the staff aren't just going to offer guys that don't fit what we're trying to do and don't fit the culture. No, yeah, and, and it, 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 it's actually been crazy because with high school, we can't really follow them anymore because all of a sudden there's like 10,000, you know, uh, high school players coming to spring ball and, and visiting, and it, 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 it's, it's, it's been kind of a fiasco, which is a, a actual good fiasco, though, mm-hmm. because uh, usually we, we we heard, you know, in the past, like a dumpster fire and all that, but know what? This is a good, it's a good thing for UConn. And, uh, and when you can't actually track these players, that's awesome. It means we're doing a good job. It means the coaching staff's doing a good job. So, got you know, I'm 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 hoping that they get the players that they need. Absolutely, I feel like every day I just go on Twitter and I see like twenty to fifty guys who visited practice that day, and it's it's just amazing. It, it, it it's crazy because you know, and I. I have Twitter guys, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, like transfers that leave and everything. Well, why did they, they leave? I'm like, well, competition. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to retweet. We're trying to, you know, persuade these people, you know, kids come. Because the, the more fans do, you know, for, for UConn football, it's, it's, it's good for UConn football. Because a lot of P5, you know, schools – a lot of the athletes go by the, you know, the fans, and 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 Twitter's a huge thing. And right now, you know, UConn Twitter is at its top. I mean, it's at the top of the top, and and uh, it it it's crazy. I mean, right now it's nuts. I haven't I I haven't seen it better than this in a while. And, and I'm glad I can just be a little part of it. Oh heck yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> You talked about the visits in the spring game. Spring game is this coming Saturday. I know you're going to be there, Justin. What are you looking forward to the most? So last year and this year, what I'm looking forward to the most is key positions, uh, running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers, defensive backs. Honestly, right now, Uh, linebackers, I'm pretty confident in. Mm-hmm. But those those roles right now, I just want to see where we're at, and uh, and honestly, I'm I'm hoping tight ends shock me. I mean, our tight ends are awesome, uh, and honestly, I I just want to see this team play again. I mean, I actually think this team's going to look way different, and uh, and I, I'm I'm just super excited for it, and I'm super excited to see the fans, and I'm I'm just super excited to. Just report back to you about it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to to next week's episode when we can talk about it a little bit more. I mean, you're going. I'm obviously not going to be able to um, live way too far away to go to a spring game. But <clears throat> nonetheless, I mean, it, it's going to be awesome just to hear your insight on everything. And uh, 
then we'll have our offensive line breakdown next week too. So that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome too. Yeah, it's it, it's gonna be nuts. I mean, a lot of people, you know, are asking us about all kinds of breakdowns. So I can't I I can't wait to supply them with it. <laughs> well, another another topic that I think is interesting for us to discuss is the uh, UConn UMass game that is scheduled for the last game of the year, uh, that last Saturday in November. Um, we're like seven months out now and we still don't know where the venue is. So the thing is, is that I, I, I went on UConn, uh, huskies.com and it says at UMass. Interesting. And it, it was supposed to be a neutral site, but it says at UMass. So I have no idea where it's going to be. Um, I actually think that it could just be at UMass at this point. Um, because if, if it was a neutral site, we would have known about it by now. Right. Um, uh, if it's something really secretive, we might know about it in the beginning of the season. But I honestly, if if I don't know, I, at at this point, I'm not getting my hopes up. I I'm, I'm I'm thinking it might be at UMass at this point. To, you know, because the schedule says so. So right, and, and it only makes sense since they came to UConn last year that. It's the it's our time to return it, right? And actually, you know what UMass has been, you know, fixing their field and you know trying to make it better. So maybe that's you know may, maybe they didn't think that you know fixing the field and stuff it would be ready in time. So that's why they went with the neutral site. So who knows? It it it's a it's a coin toss right now, and I I I, I can't wait to see where it's at. <laughs> I think another topic that is very interesting, uh, this week we've seen Jim Mora, or over the past week, I guess we could say, we've seen Jim Mora very active on Twitter uh, when it comes to the helmets. And, and I think it's so amazing that he's just interacting with fans. And, and I mean, he, he was interacting with me and you. And, I mean, I, I it was pretty amazing just to see a head coach uh, that invested in uh, – the helmets and just what the fans want out of it. I thought that was really, really cool to see. No, it really is. I mean, you know, when you kind of challenge him, he comes back at you, which is kind of cool. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and honestly with the, with the block C, I actually think block C should be every home game because you're defending Connecticut and the block C is defending Connecticut. And that would be so cool to see. And then every away game should be the Husky. I can get on board with that. I think that'd be really cool. I think that's a really cool touch. And honestly, with the Block C2, you can go through all kinds of different formats. You don't have to go with the old Block C. You could do the Block C that covers the whole helmet. Or, you know, you, you could do all kinds of cool stuff. So I, I, I actually can't wait until... Uh, you know, we see more uh, from the Yukon equipment side. <clears throat> I know I, I see, I've seen a lot of people talking about maybe doing a script writing. I know Maryland is going to that this year. What are your thoughts on that? That's actually something new. I haven't heard of it. <laughs> <clears throat> the, well, <clears throat> Maryland's going with just wearing terps on the side of their helmet, just in, in basically in script cursive. And, okay. and and I know like back in like the eighty, I want to say like the nineties that UConn had that on their helmets. They just 
wrote Yukon and script cursive. So I, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I, I yep. saw, I saw some people on Twitter mentioning that and I, I thought that would, I, I mean, I thought it was kind of interesting cause it's not something you see very often. So that would be kind of cool for throwback games. So yes, throwback yes. games would be UMass or like, you know, local rivalry games. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Uh, honestly, and and the numbers on a helmet again too would be kind of cool too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the throwback feeling is awesome, and uh, you know if, if if they can go with the cursive, you know, Yukon on the helmet, that'd be cool. I mean, I'm I'm totally down with that. I actually kind of thought it was kind of cool because a lot of people uh, on Twitter, um, uh, I, I I think they must have shir- searched it or whatever, and they had it on there. And yeah, a lot of them were really awesome. I'm like, heck yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> I, I saw that uh, Jared Jared Cutler is going to have uh, uh, Jim Mora on his show uh, that he's releasing it. I think he said he's releasing it tomorrow, so I can't wait to listen to that. And Jared does an amazing job. I I, I love love uh, listening to his show. Um, but he asked Jim Mora about the uh, the sad dog. I think is what the, what we're referring to. And I know they, they put it out on April fools just as like a fun prank, but I, the, the fans have kind of took it and run with it. What are your thoughts on so, that one? So the fans, uh, I kind of questioned it on them tonight. I said, that's derpy dog. It's called derpy dog, not sad dog. Um, derpy dog would be awesome. I mean, awesome to see, uh, this year. And uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like a, I would say like an 1800s like cartoon. But right. <laughs> honestly, a lot of people relate to it. And if they relate to it, why not? You know, do some of the you know what? Do some of the away games with uh, Derpy Dog or Sad Dog, if you want to say. And uh, I actually kind of think it's kind of cool. <laughs> I just know when they put it out on Twitter, so many people were just just running with it and thought it was amazing. So I, I, I don't know how, it actually, how it would go, but th- th- there well, were plenty of people that liked it. Honestly, it looks better than the, uh, the, I, I don't even know what they call the, the, the dog now, angry dog, I guess they call it. But honestly, the derpy dog or the sad dog would actually look pretty cool away games and then the block C on home games and actually I think that would be pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> well the next the next topic we got we're excited to break down the tight end position and yes. you and I have talked at length about this coming into this episode that we got some big <laughs> some big boys <laughs> oh we got some big boys yep <laughs> well I am going to start it off, and I, and I don't think anybody's going to be shocked with who I'm going to lead off with, and it is Justin Jolie. Um, Justin is uh, <clears throat> just big, physical, strong, um, 6'5", 6'6", tight end, it's super quick. Um, he had 18 catches last year, 250 yards and two touchdowns, uh, two big touchdowns, a long one in the Ball State game, and I think everybody knows about the one in the Boston College game. But he only played realistically in the last six games of the season. 
Uh, so we have a smaller sample size of him, but he has just been absolutely dominating in spring practice. I know everybody has seen uh, the photos and clips being released of him making one-handed grabs. And I'll be the first one to tell you that they, that the ones we're seeing, there's more than just that because I've seen them. Uh, he has had a tremendous spring camp, and I know he's going to be a major focal point in the offense. Um, just, uh, And I know he's been working a lot on his strength and agility. Um, he's gotten bigger. Um, so it's, it's really, really exciting to see. And a lot of people don't know this, but his speed uh, comes a little bit from uh, in high school. He played running back. Uh, a significant amount so uh, he he's he, he's got a, the whole package I mean he can line up in a he's like a hybrid wide receiver tight end type um, I can I can see us utilizing him a lot like Coastal Carolina utilized uh, Isaiah likely line him up in the slot doing a lot of really good interesting things with him um, wheel routes a lot of just uh, just because you can use him in so many ways and he can block really, really well too. And I, I firmly believe that Justin is going to play on Sundays. We have a legitimate NFL draft pick at the tight end position. Uh, Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, Justin Jolie. Oh man, I love this kid. I mean, <laughs> from, from from day one, I mean, I, I DM'd him on Twitter. And I said, man, you're doing such a great job. And, you know, he, he, he actually came back to me, which I was shocked, and said, thank you, Mr. Brissett. I mean, he, he's so respectable. He is. Um, his athleticism, his just his IQ for football and, his, and, and, and for him to become stronger in football. I mean, I've, I've seen it. This kid's gonna be a freak for us, mm -hmm. and I—I I mean, the, he is gonna be a freak, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's so awesome to see. Um, I actually think that we could have used him more last year, but I think this year we're gonna use him a lot more. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's—it's it's gonna be crazy because you know, like you know, a lot—a lot of the kids like Victor Rosa, you know, and. And Jolie, I mean, they've they've come in as true freshmen, and they they've they've shown what they need to do, and they showed Connecticut pride, and I I can't wait to see them this year, honestly. You and me both, buddy. <clears throat> well, you got you got the next guy we're gonna go with. I know this is gonna be one a lot of people are excited to hear about, and it's uh, Luis Henson uh, coming in from Michigan. Yeah, so uh, so Lewis Hansen, um, he's six four two fifty two. He's a big boy. Um, transfer from Michigan. Uh, he's a one year letterman in two thousand twenty one. Um, academic All Big Ten honoree in two thousand twenty two. Appeared in three games, and of course, I think Michigan won rubbed it in our face because it said that you know he had a. He had a good game against UConn. <laughs> um, he came from St. Saint, uh, Saint Sebastian's. Um, he had 39 catches for 501 yards, four touchdowns, and he had 24 offers coming from high school. I think this kid is going to be awesome. I think this kid is going to, you know, uh, be the be. It, it's going to be a it's going to be a double tight end set. 
uh, for UConn this year with uh, Hanson and Jolie, um, especially. And uh, I, I honestly, we, we we've been talking this, talking about this the whole year. I mean, I I actually, I, I I'm so excited for him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. I, I'm so excited for him. <laughs> Well, I, I know Nick Charlton loves the double tight end sets coming from uh, the the L.A. Rams system that he kind of likes to run and, and do. So I, I know he's super excited about this. And I actually think Hanson, like, you know, with, with his ability to catch and block the ball, um, that will just give Jolie and him – time to you know even in the red zone the red zone is going to be it's it's going to be kind of disastrous for our opponents and i can't wait to see it because we got all those big wide receivers now too oh my goodness i it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) well the next the next guy i have is uh bo estes who uh Came on the scene last year. He was a, a transfer, junior college transfer from Northeast Oklahoma A&M College. Um, he's originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, 6'2", 231. Uh, he was an all-conference tight end at the junior college level. Um, last year in the spring, I know he uh, excited a lot of people just with his athleticism. He's big, strong, athletic re- uh, receiver. He had one catch for six yards last year, and I, I think we could see him being utilized more this year. And, and I think with the, the double tight end sets that, that we're going to see consistently, I believe he's going to have an opportunity. So, Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Bo. Yeah, with Bo, um, I definitely see his uh, his ta- his tapes from Juco. Um, you know, he could catch the ball. He could block. Um, I, I actually think he's mostly blocking. Uh, which which would help. Uh, in times he could catch the ball, but he's mostly blocking uh, mm-hmm. tight end. Um, he's a really good tight end. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've seen him in spring uh, practice last year, and he he was catching the ball. He's blocking. He was he was he's doing everything. So you know, I actually think you know he's definitely going to grow this year, and uh, I think all the tight ends honestly are going to rotate. It's going to be a, all kinds kinds of crazy rotations this year at tight end, and uh, Bo Estes is definitely going to uh, definitely be a you know a bright spot in the program. Uh, Absolutely, and the next guy you have is going to be Brandon Nemensky. Brandon Nemensky, he is one of my he. Honestly, coming in, he was one of my favorite tight ends. Um, he is a big boy, a huge boy, uh, 6'6", 251. Um, in, in 2021, he played in 11 games. Uh, he had 12 receptions, 122 yards, and one touchdown. Um, 2022, he played in 13 games. Um, he had three receptions for 17 yards and one touchdown. So, in 2021, touchdown came with, uh, against Middle Tennessee. In 2022, touchdown came uh, from uh, Central Connecticut. But I honestly think 
uh, if we use our tight ends, this kid can block and catch the ball in the red zone. I I I honestly see that Brandon Nemensky should be used in this offense and should have been used in 2021. And I told you this a thousand times. I, I still think this kid, like, he has potential. And he, he, honestly, he he, he go over 500 yards in the season easily. And I, I can't say it more. <laughs> I, know I can't it, stress it more. <laughs> you are his biggest supporter. I know that. Oh, I, I, I love Brandon Metzke. <laughs> <clears throat> well, the next guy, the next guy I have uh, is Rayante Brown, who is listed as a tight end. Um, I'm sure uh, Husky fans know his story. He uh, played 10 games on the offensive line in 2021 and had a pretty uh, significant health scare and lost a significant amount of weight, uh, nearly 100 pounds of of weight. Um, now he's up to 6'7", 255. And I know Jim Mora has said some pretty amazing things about him, about how he has the potential to be an NFL tackle like left tackle he's just so athletic and he moves so well <clears throat> so I, I i know everybody is just cheering for this young man to to get back to uh where where he was and where he can be and and i know everybody's cheering for him he's listed as a tight end uh, but I, I know he's working to get back to that offensive line size so uh justin i'd love to hear your thoughts on rayante yeah no rayante i mean you know, I had high hopes for him coming in. I, I had high hopes for him from day one. Uh, you know, and, and, and see him catch the ball in uh, practice for this year. I mean, this kid, he he has magnets for, you know, you know hands. And uh, I honestly think he, he's a good tight end. But know what? I'm telling you, he could develop into a good, a really good, uh, left tackle or right tackle. Mm-hmm. I mean, this kid has so much potential. Um, he went through so much, you know, health scares and stuff like that. But I honestly think, you know, he's kind of just seeing where it's at right now. And uh, I honestly, I, I really honestly think that he could be, he could be a left tackle or even a guard in uh in the nfl or cfl or usfl yeah he is super athletic oh and he's a big boy <laughs> yes <laughs> uh next guy you're gonna have is uh nick harris all right nick harris so funny story about him is that in uh he's six six he's 254 pounds uh in 2021, he played for the defense. Uh, he played in seven games. He played in, uh, he, he had nine tackles, two tackles for loss, and 1.5 uh, sacks. In 2022, he played in seven games at a tight end, and there's no stats on him. <laughs> he, he was blocking. He was doing a great job blocking. He was blocking. I mean, honestly, the he could be a great NFL a defensive player, um, but I, I guess they saw him as a good tight end. But 
if I was if I was the coaching staff, I'd put him more for defense. <laughs> <clears throat> well, the next guy I have is Owen De Silva. He's a local Connecticut guy from uh, Shelton, Connecticut. Went to St. Joseph's High School. Six four two fifty. He's a freshman. Um, uh, walk on. Who? Again, I, we keep saying this, but. We have some big tight ends. Six four two fifty is a it, that's a big man. So, um, just another another big solid guy uh, at the position who battles every day in practice and makes the team better. That's for sure. So, Justin, I, I know we've talked about this many times, but I, I know you love seeing those local Connecticut guys on the team. I'm telling you, you know, he's he's that size to be a scholarship player. And and honestly, if he, he if he could just work himself in that role, he he can work up to that scholarship. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, he's at the right size, he's at the right you know height. I mean, I know these Connecticut kids. You know, it it, it I I feel something special for it because I'm from Connecticut, and and to see them, you know, try to compete for it or even competing for it, you know. All I could say to these guys is, you know, these scholarship players from Pennsylvania or California, whatever, beat them out. Because this is your, this is actually your college. Beat them out. It's your scholarship. 100%. The last guy on the list, uh, freshman coming in, uh, Nander Churchy. Oh my God! This guy, I'm telling you, UConn Nation, you're gonna love him. Um, he's well in high school. He was six seven, two seventy five or two thirty five. He's from Thompson, uh, Thomas A. Edison. Um, at UConn, he measured in at six six, two forty eight. He's a big boy. Um, he had three offers uh, from Rutgers. Charlotte and Yukon, which, you know, Charlotte and Rutgers, it's pretty, pretty good. Um, in high school, uh, his high school had a six and five overall record. They went three and no, um, in conference. Um, he had, so his honors is amazing. Um, first team, uh, all district tight end, uh, first team, all district defensive end, all district offensive MB, MVP, um, and first team all region tight end and defensive end. Um, this kid, I'm telling you, he's athletic. He can catch the ball. He could block. He could do it all. I mean, he's kind of like a Justin Jolie. I mean, he can do it all. <laughs> It's exciting to see multiple guys like that at the at this position. Oh my goodness! And know what? Tight end is going to be a special position at UConn because we have everybody that can either block or catch the ball. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> and I know tight end is usually a position that people don't look at as much, but like you just said, I mean, we have some dudes. Yeah. Yeah, and. and Especially in high school, you know, when when I, when I was on the offensive line or even defensive line, you know, 
all the chicks, you know, they, they won the wide receivers. But honestly, the guys that work the hardest is defensive line, offensive line, tight ends. Mm-hmm. Those guys work the hardest. And those guys would stay after practice and do extra stuff. And I mean, I, I, I have respect for these guys. And honestly, for our tight ends, we, we're so set up. Uh, honestly, Marinelli, even Coach Moore, anybody, you know, they set us up with the right people. And we have big guys, and these guys should be able to catch in the red zone. Should be cut. Ca- should be able to catch it anywhere. Should be able to block. So we should have no excuse next year. One hundred percent. I know we're both excited about this group. Oh, me too. Yeah, we're definitely excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to bring us to the end of the show. Uh, I I know. Uh, Justin and I say this every week, but we we are so appreciative of everybody who tunes in every week and listens to us. And uh, it, it's it's a blessing to be able to come on here every week and just talk about Husky UConn Husky football, something that we're both very passionate about and enjoy. And I just got to say thank you again, Justin, for joining me. Oh, thank you, Bobby. I totally enjoy every week. Me too, buddy. Uh, let the listeners know where they can follow you. All right, you can follow me at uh, on Twitter, Hawkeye-282. And then feel free to follow me personally at Coach underscore B. Will and the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.